Hello, thank you for joining us at the dinner table. I would like to disclaim that the views and opinions stated in this episode do not necessarily represent those of the state news and that we reserve the right to change our opinions at a later date. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Dinner Table Podcast. I'm Kelly Winters and I am joined with culture editor Keshi Chabra. And we are going to be discussing the Free Britney movement and what it means to have a conservator as an adult. In pop culture, for quite a bit of time, Britney Spears has... For as long as she's been in the spotlight, she's kind of been in the headlines. But recently, she has been the center of the Free Britney movement. Do you want to talk a little bit about why this is kind of happening? Yeah, sure. Um, To the best of my knowledge, like you said, Kelly, that she has been always in the spotlight, always, you know, being in the headlines with the press. And from what I know that in the years between 2006 and 2007 is when she had some really, really harsh and bad times going through. She had a huge like you know scandal um, that was following from the previous years with her relationship status, her sexuality and how she dresses up. But more importantly, you know, it became kind of like a snowball effect when she was going through what a lot of people have, you know, assumed to be postpartum pregnancy depression. And then she also was filing for divorce from uh, her current husband. And then it just tumbled down when she lost a relative she was very close with. She got into rehabilitation multiple times for multiple reasons. And that's when, you know, the point came when she just was not in, you know, mental capacity to just make decisions for herself, be it like personally or financially. That's at least what the experts deem to be. And that's when her father, who surprisingly we all know has, you know, like not been very close with her for these past few years, just came in, stepped into the role of a conservator, fought for a conservatorship. And uh, now he has like, you know, he's making decisions on her behalf. That was 2008 and it's still going on. So, you know, obviously now she is a fully high functioning uh, performer. She has had two albums since the conservatorship and the last album, Femme Fatale, was actually her most successful album of the career. And she is still under that conservatorship. So obviously, you know, there's some questions as to why it's still going on. And I think that's where fans were started picking up the notion of it started uh, realizing that there is something not right here, especially with her subtle, um, you know, Instagram messages that she's been sending that a lot of fans are theorizing. And she's also had some issues um, since 2019, some legal issues uh, regarding to this conversatorship. So I think that's where this movement rose from, the free Britney moment, where, you know, like, if she is a fully high functioning uh, person who is clearly, you know, having critical and creative thinking to make decisions on her behalf, why is it still in place? So yeah, I think that's mainly what this issue is about. To define what a conservator is a little further, which Brittany's dad, Jamie, is to her, this means that he has full control over all of her money. When he kind of took this role in 2008, when she was kind of going through some things, 
to an outsider that didn't know much about Britney Spears, it may have appeared as like a, a loving thing to do from a father, but like you had mentioned, he hasn't been very present in her life, which makes a lot of people think that he is kind of taking control of her money for selfish reasons. And now that we're, what, like 13 years later, now that it's been some time, Brittany has had time to kind of work on herself and get her mental state back in track. And now that she's like a receiving success in her, her career, she has far proven that she's a fully functioning adult. She wants to kind of gain control over her money and this has been a very prolonged fight for her because her father doesn't want to give up his control, which again kind of backs up the thinking that he is doing this for selfish reasons. Completely. And following recent, you know, developments in the case, because her recent request to, you know, like get rid of conservatorship was not approved by the judge. So she even went this far to say that, how about we change the conservator and instead make my mom the conservator, Clint Spears. And, you know, that just makes sense in her, like, you know, that just adds to the narrative about how she and her father are not on good terms. They probably haven't been for a long time. And I think it's definitely shown in the narrative that he has, you know, more reasons to be a conservator just than for being, you know, a loving father to her daughter. You and I both watched the documentary Freeing Britney Spears by the New York Times. It is an episode of kind of like a document series that they are producing. And it it kind of takes a deeper dive into the situation. And someone, I don't want to credit them incorrectly, so I'm just going to say someone that was very present in Britney's early career when she was very young, like 15, 16, mentioned that her father wasn't really in support or like unsupportive of her situation, but he did make it very clear that when she had enough money to buy him a boat that was what he wanted and i think that's such a weird a weird thing to say maybe it was i i understand why maybe like if i heard that as a 15 year old i would just be like haha of course dad i'll buy you a boat but now that this is going on and people kind of notice this pattern of his greed of her career and like his his desire for her money it kind of makes sense that he might have ill intentions for her yeah and and it's not unusual for you know like fathers to make jokes like that my father says it all the time that one day my daughter's going to be so successful she'll buy me a ferrari or a porsche that's like you know like just like you know wanting like you know like goodwill for your like kids obviously but it's also you know like when you know the parents who usually make those jokes they are also in support of you know what you do what you don't do they're more involved in your life you know if they are like bragging or like joking about something like that you have a loving relationship with them or at least you see them you know in like uh like the sidelines 
with Britney Spears, I don't know much about her from her early years. I wasn't, you know, like a huge fan of her, like in the beginning years. So I, I don't know much, but from what I've seen in the documentary or what I've seen in the media portrayals, you know, there is not much of, you know, if her father, like you said, is supportive or unsupportive, uh, if he has any say, if he has any interest in her life or what she is doing with her uh, career as a pop singer there is no mention of that so for someone to just not be there not be involved and then make a statement like that be it a joke or be it a statement or a fact what he means to say whatever he wants to say you know it it it's just like that statement is obviously arising now but I feel like it should have you know arisen a long time ago like the person who said that, you know, that this is what Jamie said to her about the whole boat quote. Um, she said after that, that that just sums up the kind of person Jamie is. And that gives us a lot more insight than any of the other, you know, media portraits have given us. I think there's just like a lot of, even if, even though it was kind of maybe a long time coming, there's just a lot of things that are kind of coming out, a lot of details that are falling together that are really painting a picture or at least painting the public's perception of his intentions and you know there there isn't a lot in the public knowledge that puts him in a very good spotlight right now so so many people well this is kind of what has sparked the free britney movement and so many people are rallying in her support they're you know voicing uh they're trying to like elevate her voice on social media i've seen a lot of people like out in the streets protesting like this is a pretty substantial cultural event another big thing to kind of look at this or another thing that has been in the in the media's focus or in just like culture's focus is her instagram she has been posting some very like elusive or just like out of the normal content and you know some people who may not really be advocating for the free britney movement are just saying like oh she has a history of not the best mental health this might just be her lapsing or this might just be her you know posting whatever she feels like but some of the people that have been trying to advocate for her are saying that this might be like a subtle cry for help or this may be her way of trying to speak out without, you know, directly speaking out. Yeah, I mean, why can't it be both though? That's what I mean, that's what I'm thinking that mm -hmm. it could be that, you know, she is an extreme stress because of not having a certain kind of freedom which every you know um competent person should have she's not having that right now and she, it's affecting her life it's affecting her relation with her children or her fame or what she does with the money that she makes she is not able to enjoy her success to full extent as she should have the right to and definitely i feel like it can cause anyone that huge amount of stress that can you know have you go through you know certain mental health issues and so my question is you know why can't it be both that she can have you know certain like you know she's she's going through some trauma some stress um and that she's also crying out for you know like subtle like crying out for help 
and she was posting that it can be both and um you know it's not that there's so many people i mean you know you look and look up all the stats there's so many people who are you know prone to depression or have you know are going through uh, multiple health issues and they are still able to make decisions it, like mental health is something that needs to be discussed and it's coming to you know a lot more awareness now but i guess my question what i'm trying to make a point here is that she can you know have certain like issues or struggles that she's going through while still make financial decisions for herself otherwise every person who goes through depression would be having a conservator you know the only time that was acceptable for her was when she was just extremely you know like mentally incapacitated to do anything um to make any decisions even then it was an involuntary conservatorship she actually never agreed to it she it wasn't asked of her um and now that you know she has proven time and time like you said she's proven it that she is a very competent person she's still not able to so i think her instagram post made perfect sense whether you look at from the mental health aspect or you look at from the um crying out for you know help aspect i think she's very justified to maybe struggling with like you said trauma maybe like the 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 media bring this to such a a wide attention may be like bringing up some like emotional ptsd like she's fully it's fully understandable like the the maybe like mental state that she's in like the the stress and like i'm sure she's depressed and this is causing you know this is causing a pretty big ripple in her family her family dynamic so she's totally justified in feeling all these ways but that doesn't mean like you mentioned like if everybody that wasn't in 100% like tip-top mental health shape she's clearly has a successful career she's clearly like keeping her children alive very well right she's running her life so the fact that she doesn't have control of her income like her money i i can only imagine the emotional toll that this is kind of putting onto her so at the moment the first few years did she need help maybe you know but the issue is that like i hate to be repetitive but like the issue now is that like she has demonstrated time and time again that even though she was in that low you know in 2007 2008 she's risen above that by so much and she's struggling to kind of like get her money back and get her power back when you would think it wouldn't be this much of a struggle it's definitely there are a lot of people involved in this decision not just Jamie there is some aspect of you know her um team the Britney team Britney company that is also involved that is also gaining um the lawyers that are also gaining Jamie's lawyers and her lawyers you know there are a lot of people who are gaining a lot from this um some people like i said Britney's lawyers are obviously like fighting for her rights but you know what's ridiculous to me is when she has to file for you know, um petitions like these to get rid of her conservatorship she has to pay for lawyers 
um, and then she has to also pay for her opponent's lawyers because Jamie is the opponent and then she mm -hmm. uh, he is like you know like taking the control of her finances he is not exactly a, known to be a very successful person uh, if you look at the history of all the business ventures he has you know dabbled in or um, things that he has tried so he is basically just making money out of just exploiting her financial aids that that is what's happening and that is why it's still going on because if she were to not have Jamie as a conservator I don't think Jamie will have you know the luxurious comfortable life that he's enjoying right now because again he is not um, having a lot of business ventures or anything clo remotely close to the success that his daughter has had and just to like um, go back to one of your points that you mentioned about the utility of a conservator and the whole conservatorship. Um, I was kind of aware of conservatorship before Britney Spears. Obviously, this raised awareness and make you know it made it become a huge movement, a huge issue that people need to know about. But I I know like two people who are under conservator. The one of them was an old age home that I used to volunteer. And out of like uh, I think about 29, 30, I think that was the count of like the like the old men or women who used to live in that old age home, only one of them was under conservatorship. And that was for obvious reasons because that person was almost highly dementiated because that person mm -hmm. would like, you know, like forget their own name, forget where they are every few minutes. So it made sense for them to, you know, have like conservator, uh, which was one of his kids. Um, so he can, you know, help with the financials. But um, the other one was, uh, more serious and again it again makes sense it was my friend's uncle who has been on life support for a while now obviously clearly no you know status or capacity to make any decisions that financial decisions and that makes sense so you know um i think my question or what i'm concerned about is when you're placing a involuntary converse conservatorship you know it's an involuntary we need to really specify that in britney spears's case so when you're doing something like that for someone like her age someone who is a celebrity and someone who you know is going through something but will eventually probably be fine why is there no you know laws or you know any when the time was conservatorship was placed why is there like no way to like make it temporary why was there no specifications of like having a deadline because you know she is going to be eventually okay and if you don't know that then you should you know like go and review it case by case or moment by moment but that's not what happened someone who's making millions someone who's being so successful she is literally called the pop princess in American mm -hmm. Hollywood, you know, culture. So someone who is just, you know, like being so at the height of her success and makes making so much amount of money and all of that plays under someone who has clearly not been so close with her or not very active in her life. There definitely were so many questions and now there it's I, I mean I, I i wish it wasn't too late but i feel like it's too late but it still needs to be asked what was going through you know the head of the judge or the court system or the whole process of you know when she was placed under this kind of leadership and why she can't get out now those are some really important questions to ask um you know in the in the traditional situation of putting a conservator in place i it, it seems like 
usually once a conservator is put in place, they aren't removed. And that's because dementia isn't really something that people recover from. You know, some just, like, altering, uh, like, mental tragedies, like, don't, you know, people don't bounce back from some things that may warrant them being put under a conservator. But... I, too, am now kind of surprised, like, when she was put in this situation, like, when a conservator was put under her, why nobody said, or why, like, the judge that maybe officiated that or the lawyer didn't say, like, we'll review this in five years. You know what I mean? And I I think that was maybe just, like, a lapse in judgment by whoever put it in place because maybe he isn't used to people coming off of their conservatorship. But... Still, like, I don't understand, like, it was 2008, she wasn't that old, she was just kind of, you know, going through it, she, how many people do we, how many, like, celebrities or icons or just people with a lot of money do we see kind of go through what Britney Spears did, right? She's not the only person. And usually, like, when other big names go through this, they just have the family support to kind of, like, help them through it, and it's fine, and it's not a huge legal battle. I think Britney Spears may have been the first of her kind in many ways, and this may, she may have been the first person that maybe had a situation that might have been fit, but then I hate to even say that because clearly her situation wasn't fit for a lifelong conservator, but I just, I'm kind of frustrated that like who whoever appointed her have a conservator her having a conservator like to begin with didn't say like all right this is a thing for now and we'll revisit it in you know three to five years like that's so it's so weird to me it is and i feel like this was a seized of opportunity by someone who was again not very close with her but was hungry for success who was greedy i feel that was that is what jamie's role is in her life that he just seized an opportunity he clearly was well researched or at least you know was suggested this idea um and he took it when he saw that yeah this is the perfect opportunity you know like when my daughter is down completely you know going through extreme stress and that's when he just like just took it for himself for very selfish reasons because like you said there are so many uh celebrities who go through this um but i also want to find out that a lot of celebrities that we see go through something you know as extreme as this because 2007 was just a horrible year for britney she had a divorce she um i think it was in 2007 or 8 that she lost um custody of her children to um mm-hmm. uh, one of her relatives clo- uh, like close relatives also passed away she was also sued by uh, louis vuitton for some music video uh, issues but i mean she was going through the, all the bad things you know like all worst things that could happen to a person all like in one year and it was just the probably the darkest time of her life but a lot of celebrities do go through that like you said and we have to see that most of these cases that come out like that also revolve around um, male celebrities, more importantly, white male celebrities. Um, in, I, I just feel honestly that if Britney Spears was not a woman, if it was a man in her place, she would not be having half this mess to go through. 
right now as she is. Yeah, the the documentary Freeing Britney Spears kind of mentioned that for her whole life, she has been very different just because she's a female she's been treated very different like she rose to fame in the boy band era right so having a solo artist that was a female was kind of like a new thing and record deals and like these record companies didn't really know what to do right away you know so i i kind of i really like feel bad that her and like i mentioned like her entire life she may have been kind of facing mistreatment just because she's a female and she was kind of like, like you mentioned, she's the pop princess because she was kind of like the first of her kind. And she's the first person or the first celebrity that I know of to be facing a conservator battle like this. And a lot of people only assume that like, if she was male, she would be taken more seriously and that she like, this wouldn't be such a prolonged issue. Yeah, there's so many uh, instances we have seen where the celebrities have been in some amount violent to press. And most of them have been, especially to paparazzi, and most of them have been, you know, just been males. And then they have been turned a blind eye to it because, oh, it's just boys, you know, or like he was in the right because paparazzis are just all around. And like, you know, you're always like excusing that behavior or looking for someone else to blame when it's like a male present in that situation but it was also shown in the documentary by the way but this whole issue when uh britney spears like uh took an umbrella and beat the crap out of one of the paparazzi's car that's when everyone was like she's just lost it she is not in you know any mental capacity to make decisions anymore um that's where it the downfall just started and you know it just down spiraled onwards from that and i'm just saying that you know um from now that we know from the documentary that it was again a really really horrible day for her because she was not being allowed to see her um kids by her ex-husband and she was clearly going to something else and the paparazzi just won't leave her alone that's another thing you know because the whole tabloid era was pretty you know coming up to that uh during that time and it was just, you know, like you you can see in the early footage, you know, of the news in those, you know, 2000 years, she just can't step anywhere without having someone to just, you know, like breathe on her neck to record what she is doing. At first, she enjoyed that. First, she was like, you know, the media friendly person. But then the more and the more started like interrupting her personal life. She obviously no one, not just her, anyone would, you know, lose it, be it a male, be it a female, be it a celebrity, be it a normal person. And I feel like that's a lot to be blamed where, you know, um, that the conservatorship, you know, if you look at like, the, if you research, I also did like very, very lightly research articles that I read, um, mentioned that she lost, you know, or like she was placed under conservatorship because of highly publicized personal struggles. I quote that, highly personalized uh, personal struggles. And that is, it was highly publicized because of the whole paparazzi. And I just feel like coming back to the point that it would not have been as much of, you know, she would have not have gained as media attention if she were a man. But it's because she's a female who is so, you know, having so much success. And like you said yourself, um, the boy band era. So everyone was curious what she does, what's going on in her personal life. 
which made it more hungry for you know paparazzi to get more and more footage and it was just you know it was just like forthcoming it was inevitable for her to have some kind of a uh, mental breakdown and for cameras to just capture that yeah i feel like media like that like paparazzi are so willing to you know drive someone to the edge and then once they kind of cross that line they you know they make it such a big deal kind of like they didn't see it coming you and i we are like we are also you know we're journalism majors we are working in a new mm-hmm. we, we do understand the journalism integrity we, we realize when it's okay to report on issues like that when it's okay to give them personal space and that was not the case in her uh whole situation she was not given that personal space early 2000s paparazzi is just that was a crazy time that was a crazy time for everybody um oh my gosh this has been a super insightful and a really good conversation is there anything else surrounding the topic that you would like to mention not that i can think of at the moment i did enjoy this conversation too i feel a lot more people need to talk about that a lot more people need to, you know, like just talk about just, just you know, that issues that are just there, present in the society, but people don't, you know, talk about it. Like, for example, conservatorship or postpartum depression or the whole, you know, issue of personal space revolving around male and female celebrities. So, yeah, I feel like people need to just talk more about that. But but going forward, I'm just really hopeful that um, in for you know a couple coming years that she would get out of this or if not get out of this then have a better conservator I'm really hopeful for that yeah me too well thank you so much Keshi for being a guest I've really appreciated this conversation thank you 